can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. everybody and welcome to Testing Thursdays with Wayne. Hope everybody has had a great week. I know I did. For those of you who know that I do community theater in the Baltimore area, uh, the last show that I was in closed on Sunday. I portrayed Uncle Fester in the Adams Family Musical. There are pictures available for the low, low price of $10.95 each. I will send them out to you. <laughs> Anyhow, Today is going to be another little bit of a rant session. I've been, maybe I'm turning into one of those, you know, old guys who complain about everything, get off my lawn, you know, that kind of thing. But it just kind of irritated me of, of late. And as you all know, I'm a big proponent of education within the industry. Always have been from almost day one when I started at Taylor. I've, I made it one of my goals, one of my major goals in my career was to be able to to teach and educate everybody in the industry. Not, well, everybody, but, you know, people in the industry on basic water chemistry and testing, because I think that's one of the first uh, concepts you have to understand and be familiar with uh, when you get into our industry as, as a service technician uh, or even as a retailer or distributor even or, or anybody. It doesn't really matter. If, if you're involved within the pool spa industry and you get your hands wet, you need to know the chemistry. You need to know how to test and you need to use the right testing equipment and all that other stuff that I keep kind of pushing you on over the years. But I don't know. They, and, and Rudy and, and Heather and Kelly and Dan and uh, and Peter and Shane, everybody else in our in our Talking Pools group, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I want to go a little bit deeper into it. The, the, the big question is, is there too much out there? And is too much not good? For those who have ever taken one of my classes, whether it's a CPO class or a class at a trade show or whatnot, one of my favorite sayings is that too much of a good thing no longer becomes a good thing. And so what I'm kind of worrying about is, is there too much out there? Too many variations on the same theme? I mean, I, I remember in past years at some of the trade shows that, that I would teach at, specifically I'm thinking of the Western Pool and Spa show, but but I know it's happened at like the shows up in Atlantic City and 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 the, the Pool Industry Expo and and Florida shows and a couple of the other ones that I do. There seems to be the same seminar, same topic, taught by different people, specifically about water chemistry and basic water chemistry, intermediate, advanced, whatever you want to call it, saltwater chemistry, it doesn't matter. But it's different people teaching the same thing. And the people who run the trade shows, 
allow this. And, and, and I, and I understand it to a degree, you know, that maybe one person can't make one class so they go to the other class and whatnot. But let me tell you, all of us who are involved in water chemistry and testing and, and, and anything associated with that, we all have our own views and our own opinions about things. I mean, if I say the word cyanuric acid, I'm going to have 500 people immediately email me and tell me you're wrong. You're wrong. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but it, it just gets to the point where it's frustrating, almost to the point where it becomes incredibly confusing. I mean, there's so many certification courses out there or, or so-called certification courses out there where you get, for example, you, you, you go to a class, you take a test, you pass it, you get, you're, you're, you're then able to add, you know, letters after your name, you know, like it was a college thing. I mean, if we added up all the the certifications and, and college stuff that I got, you're talking, uh, well, here we go. Okay. So it's Wayne Ivasich, BA, MS, CPO, CPI, PHTA instructor, co-chair PHTA advisory council, a CPO advisory council, member of the PHTA instructor assessment committee. I mean, you've got, it goes for lines and lines and lines and lines and lines. You know, is it too much? <sighs> Evil Wayne says, yeah, it's too much. It's repetitive. It gives the same information or even conflicting information between people who provide this education. Conflicting information to the point where if you have, you know, Joe service guy take a class at one trade show on water chemistry and testing, for example, and goes to another trade show in another area, basic water chemistry and testing class taught by somebody else, gets totally different information, totally different information. And then we have groups like CMAC, uh, God bless them, um, that, that try to, 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 to garner, not garner, but gather, that's the word I'm thinking of, gather all the information to try to put it in one, one package which is a great goal, a wonderful goal. I applaud them greatly. However, there are even disagreements with what some of the things that they're talking about. And now we have the international pool and spa code. Rudy was talking about that last week or the week before to add another layer of confusion onto this whole thing. So, you know, what, what do we do? Is, is there too much out there? Are there too many acronyms that you can add to the end of your name? Can't there be one or, or maybe two at the most, you know, that, that, that solve that problem? And, and, you know, maybe I'm a little, I don't know, biased, but I've been a certified pool operator since 1997. 97, yeah. And I became an instructor in the early 2000s, and I'm part of the PHTA Instructor Assessment Committee. So I get to teach the people how to teach the class, teach the teachers. And, you know, the CPO, and, and this is not necessarily a commercial for, for CPO and PHTA, but, but you know, let's look at the logistics of this. Um, the CPO classification and certification is recognized by 37 states, okay? 13 states lose out, but by 37 states. And it's even in the code, for the health uh, departments of those particular states. Now, it might say certified pool operator or similar certification in some states, but I mean, it's physically, it, it is named in the code, certified pool operator. 
And there's only one course, one course that's certified pool operator, CPF. There have been a number of wannabe courses. There have been courses that were designed or are designed for specific states that may not be as comprehensive as CPO is. And, you know, it, 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 in the same way, you know, we try to make CPO as, as good as we possibly can. And, and another group that I'm involved with is called the CPO Advisory Council. And what that is, is a group of about, oh, there's maybe 15 or 16 of us across the country and across the globe, actually. We have um, somebody in Australia, a couple of people in Greece that we constantly look at the program and we look at the manual. We look at the stuff online. The, the, we look at look any kind of uh, education program that it offers. We, we look at and we correct and we update and we we tweak. We we take a look at it and we honestly have hard discussions about content, uh, organization, um, repeat repeatability as far as is the information good from addition to addition to addition. And so we, we all take our time with this. Some of the other certification courses, so-called certification courses that are out there, don't do that or just do it once and then kind of forget it. But, you know, uh, it, do it and forget it. There's a commercial like that on TV or something like that. Uh, why does ShamWow come to mind? Oh, my God. Anyhow, it, why can't there be one or two certification courses uh, certifications out there that satisfy the needs for health health officials, health departments to say, yeah, she's good. She's got that. She took that class. She She's a, a, a certified pool operator. We get it. She's good to go. Now, why can't we do that? It, 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 it's, you know, too many cooks spoil the broth. And that's another one. God, I'm that old that I keep using these phrases. But and think about it. Too many people too many cooks spoil broth. Too many presenters dull the information and muddy the waters. And when conflicting information is presented, it, 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 it the, the, the the tech goes, well, what the hell? Which one do I follow? Which one do I use? Which one is correct? You know, is is the one that's correct the one that I'm using? Is it something else? Do I have to spend more money on something else to get the right answer? You know, it just, it, it, it can boggle the mind and give you a headache. I know certainly I have one right now, just thinking about it. It's, it's a question of, do, do we want our industry to, to be aware of the need for education more so than it already is? I mean, I remember when I first started with with, with Taylor in '91. The, the there was yeah, there were a lot of seminars out there and, and things like that, and that was fine. The 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 the, the issue was uh, it wasn't enough, so they added onto it and added onto it. Now now taking all that into effect, I know that of the at the trade shows, there's a lot of other kinds of chaos classes: electrical stuff, hydraulics certain kinds of equipment, you know, repair, whatnot, and uh, methodologies, techniques, and things. I get that. But when you have a trade show that has five, five 
different classes on water chemistry and testing. And that's happened more than once. And we all know who we are out there. That's overkill. That's too much information. That's not, it's, it, it's just out there, you know, presenting for the sake of presenting. I mean, I always tried to teach people something. And, and I constantly was in the position of being teachable myself. I mean, I learned something every, every, every day. Even after retirement from Taylor last year, I'm still learning stuff. I learned something actually a day before yesterday about total alkalinity testing. I never even knew. Not ready to share it with you guys yet. But, you know, I don't know. It's just very, very frustrating sometimes. Now, I have been very fortunate and, uh, over the years that there's a lot of people that I've taught, you know, chemistry and testing to, basic stuff and intermediate and advanced. I tried to calculate it one time with somebody else when I was with Taylor, and we figured it was probably over the 10,000 people mark, you know, after 31 years in the industry. And, and I, you know, I remember... When I taught classes at, at the Nespa show, the Atlantic City show, they had they had to give me the biggest room that sat, you know, a couple hundred people because that's how many people I'd get, even with people standing in the back. I remember that. That's impressive for for for, for Nespa to be able to garner and and have people have that many people interested in taking the class like that. I remember, and I'm signaling out the Atlantic City Show, NESPA people, they were very smart about doing it because they'd offer a basic class, they would offer an intermediate class, and then an advanced class. And that was it, period. So the the savvy technician, the one who really wanted to learn, would take all three in that progression, basic, intermediate, and advanced. And we get a lot of information. Now, the people who taught, I taught the basic class for, Oh God, 28 years in a row <laughs> at the Atlantic City show from 94 through uh, 2022. Yeah, through 2022. Somebody else taught the intermediate and somebody else taught the advanced. But the uh, two other people who taught those classes, we, we didn't stray from each other. We, we knew what we presented. We didn't present conflicting information. We supported each other. And that was the important thing that that we we didn't we didn't intentionally confuse the student, the person in the class. Some of the other trade shows, not going to name names, but some of the other trade shows tried to get as many different classes of the same topic in in as as well as they can to to fill out the uh, the time slots available for classes. And, and you know, and and I understand it to a degree, but the problem is, too many cooks spoil the broth. And when you start having classes of a similar thrust, then and you start presenting conflicting information, or information that makes no sense, or or whatever, then 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 you've muddied the waters. Sorry for the intentional industry pun. It makes it more difficult for for y'all to do your job and to do it well and appropriately and for your customers. And, and it, it just is a confusing mangle. It, it, it's not good. It's not good for the industry. It's not good for you. 
It's not good for your customers it, it, to try to follow as as many different theories and 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 techniques as as are out there. You know, it, it, if if you if you understand the way the chemistry and testing world is within our industry, you know, this is chemistry. Chemistry doesn't change. Chemistry is chemistry. Uh, <laughs> pH is pH. You can't change what pH does. Uh, pH doesn't measure hardness. pH doesn't measure TDS. And pH measures pH. You've got to, you, you, you have to understand that there are, there are specific givens within the chemistry end of life that you can't change. Now, technology has improved. Oh my gosh. Since, since I started. And yes, there are other, other methods available to get the same answer that might be more accurate, more efficient, but you're still using chemistry basics. It's still the same thing. That's why a course like the CPO course works because it does present a wide range of information as far as how pools and spas operate. So it's not just chemistry. It's not just testing. It's, it's water balance. It's hydraulics, it's air circulation, it's a whole bunch of other stuff. And then there's sections in the back of the manual that would apply to those who are in a management position that would be involved with things like aquatic design, uh, facility maintenance, things of, things of that nature. So it tries to get, tries to get it, it tries to get it all, let, let's put it like that. And the, the, the issue is, the problem is that when in, in the attempt to try to do it all, we 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 have to take a look at how how we process new information. Let me give you a perfect example. When we first started the CPO advisory group council, the big big challenge was to then update the CPO manual and all its associated exams and worksheets and what whatnot to make it more up to date. Because a lot of the information in the old manual is just simply old or wrong or or it's that's not done anymore. Why isn't this included in the new manual? So we all got together, this was a couple of years ago, t- towards the end of the COVID issues, and decided, okay, we're just going to tackle the, the, the thing, and we're going to do it. And we're going to rewrite the manual. We're going to correct it. We're going to make take away all the mistakes, all the errors that were in it, and uh, correct the PowerPoints, correct all the associated classes, you know, all that stuff. And it took a while. It took almost eight months, probably a little bit longer than that, actually, to get it right. And uh, because of that, the current edition of the manual is the most, and, and it's dated, let's see, I have it here. When is it dated? It is dated 2022, because that's when we finalized it. That is the most current edition. And it is, I would say, you know, nothing is perfect, but I'd say it's 99.999% right on. Okay. Same thing with all the, the PowerPoints and some of the other online classes that PHT offers, things like that. And, and we made it a goal as a group to, at a minimum, update the manual every, at least every two years, if not sooner. If technology come, if there's technology or something significant that comes out 
that needs to be in the manual so that a service person is aware of what's going on and can adjust their 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 daily tasks to incorporate something dramatically new. We will do that. So there's follow-up. And and having that follow-up makes that particular course, in my view, now top of the line. Uh, now, I know that there are other certification courses out there. I'm not going to name them because they're, they're, uh, they're, there's a lot of them that, that are very similar to CPO, but not CPO, that, that might focus on another area or, 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 you know, not pay as much attention to uh, one particular topic. And, and that's, that's up to, to the people who wrote that manual. But, but as far as I'm concerned, the CPO program is, is the top notch. And I know this sounds like a commercial for, for PHTA. Yes, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm involved with PHTA, you know, to a certain level and, 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 you know, my, my blood, you know, <laughs> is phenol red, red, but it, 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 everybody within the talking pools uh, podcast, a group we're we're all CPOs and a couple of us are instructors and, and, you know, we, we value and we understand the importance of getting information out to everybody and getting the right information, the correct the most up-to-date information out there for everybody to do their jobs. So how do I want to end this? Well, first of all, I do want to end it because you don't want to listen to me much more rant. If you're not, if you don't have a certification, okay, consider CPO. Possibly consider the other ones, but CPO is, is the, as far as I'm concerned, the most appropriate one to have uh, for for what you do by by having the right education behind you just makes you a better person, makes you a better better service person, and that will of course help you with your customers. So enough ranting. I've had enough for today. I apologize if I sound like a broken record, but you know I appreciate all of y'all listening every Thursday when when you can listen to, to the recordings. If you have any questions at all about what I've talked about or water chemistry testing, anything having to do with that or really anything else related to the industry, please contact me at talkingpools at gmail.com and the email will be forwarded to me and I'll be able to address it that way. So, gang, uh, thanks for listening in again. Hope everybody has a wonderful and safe week and I'll be talking at you. Take care. Bye-bye. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 